0: back to the 1d1 podcast. I'm Theo and this week we're gonna be talking about plans. Uh, The importance of a plan, how to set a good plan, the different types of plans. So uh, yeah that's what we're gonna get into this week. So yeah let's get right into it. So I wanted to start as always with a quote because a lot of people have said a lot smarter things than I could say. Um, So I have a couple quotes for us this week. The first one is TB Pickens and he says uh, or said a fool with a plan is better off than a genius without a plan and I love that uh, because we can have all the potential in the world but without a plan to allocate it, it probably won't hold up. I think about all of us every day like I was talking about last week or the week before was we wake up we start a new week and we have this whole set of brand new time that we can use basically however we want yet that time has no guarantee of being effective unless we plan for it to be effective and that's the significance of a plan is it allows us to capitalize on the resource that we have that is our time and so that's really what i want to dig into this week and kind of tell you about how i plan and some of that in that direction So what do I mean by a plan? In my mind, from a business school management perspective, there are several different types of plans, but there are two that I kind of live within. So the first one is the strategic plan. And the strategic plan is focused on top level objectives and goals. So for a business, it might be uh, increasing sales, uh, increasing customer satisfaction, something along that. It's focused on the big picture and the values associated with your plan. Um, so for example, we're going to, uh, increase our customer service ratings because we want to have a total customer focus. Like in the business world, that would be a strategic objective and it's, it's the clouds. Like Gary V talks about the clouds and the dirt. We have this very high level stuff and this very low level stuff. And so the strategic plan is the high level stuff. The tactical plan is the low level deliverables. This is the dirt this is in a business okay we want to get our customer service reviews up so we're going to uh, make sure we do order readbacks to ensure accuracy uh, right so it's that really t- really um, tactile visible deliverable that we can uh, just specify exactly what it is because you can't exactly specify increased customer service but you can specify this is we're gonna this is what we're gonna say we're gonna read back now, how do we tie this into personal goal setting uh, in planning? For me, the strategic plan is focused on where. what do I want this day to bring about? What is my focus, really? Because there are some days where I'm up against a wall, I have a due date right on top of me, and I just got to get this thing done. But there are other days where the focus is I want to be preventative and work ahead. So the strategic focus can be different between preventatively working on things and working on things because you have to. And that's not the only two options, but it's an example. But the tactical plan becomes, okay, I'm going to work on X task, Y task, and then I'll be done. Right. It, it specifies it to a very, very granular level where I can pinpoint exactly what needs to be done to carry out the strategic plan. And a good plan has both that strategic element and that tactical element. And to, to take this even a little bit further, it's the importance of kind of a long-term vision also, is that strategic and that tactical, right? So for me, my strategic goal, strategic objective, is to start a business in some form, right? But I can't just wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to start a business at some point. You know, you can do that, but any way you go about it, there's going to be lower level things that have to get done. So my strategic goal is to start a business. My tactical goal is to come up with five business ideas and write a business plan, for example. Like that's the low level deliverable, the exact thing that I can churn out to demonstrate achievement on that strategic plan. So again, how do we make this practical? I would say as a student, the way that I tend to look at it is for my strategic plan. I say, okay, this is what I need to primarily focus on for this day. Like I was saying, it's either. Preventative, like I'm going to get ahead on the ball and work on things that are due in the future um, or an intervention, basically where I have this due right now and I just need to get it done. And then the tactical level becomes, uh, oh, and I should say also the strategic plan includes identifying what blocks of time I have to work with. So for example, okay, I have uh, an hour or two after lunch and then I have class, and then I have a couple hours after that, and then I have dinner, and then I have four hours after that before I need to shut down for the day. So the strategic plan helps kind of outline, and orient, and figure out what is, what are kind of the guardrails that we have to operate within for this particular set of deliverables. And then the tactical plan decides what tasks I'm gonna do. So for example, If my strategic plan is, hey, I want to be preventative and work ahead, then the tactical plan is going to go, okay, what are the things that are due soonest? Let's work on those first. And the things that are due later, we can do later in the day or we can devote less time to or something like that. So the tactical plan is directly influenced by the strategic plan, by the vision of what that day or that set of tasks is going to accomplish. And that's kind of a really overcomplex way to look at schoolwork or whatever sometimes, but I really believe in the quote that I mentioned before. It's attributed to Abraham Lincoln. There's debate over if he actually said it, but nonetheless, the principle is great. So if you give me six hours to chop down a tree, I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. And that's why I use that quote to justify myself because a lot of days I'll spend a half hour in an Excel spreadsheet, figuring out what I'm going to do for the day and how I'm going to break up my tasks. And a lot of people say, that's a waste of time. You should just start working. But I say, I have six hours. I'm going to spend the first four sharpening my ax to make sure that I am absolutely pinpointed on what it is that I have to do. And that has helped me a lot because if nothing else you take, like I was talking about adaptive leadership a long time ago, You're taking the chaos that's in front of you and synthesizing it into order. And there's a lot of power in that when you can take this craziness of all this disorganization and make something out of it. And you don't have to be a psycho like me and make it an Excel spreadsheet. But if nothing else, a piece of paper, a note in your phone. And it doesn't have to be schoolwork either. It can be, hey, I want to go make sure I see this person and talk to them. I'm going to write that down. Because my strategic goal for this day is to reach out to people um, and to build some connections. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be so boring, honestly, as schoolwork. It can be whatever a goal is that you would like to achieve for your day. And on that note, while we're talking about planning for your day, it's okay if your plan fails or if your timetable gets messed up. It can be discouraging because you think you have this whole day planned out and it doesn't work. I get it. But it's better to adjust a plan that you already have than have no plan at all. Right? Just like we're seeing with COVID. The companies that are winning, the the people, honestly, that are winning are the ones that had a plan and then just had to adjust it rather than... The companies and the personalities that had no plan and are just flying by the see their pants. You know, like we, we you can see the difference, Um, especially in the marketing world. Like I'm saying, you can tell the companies that th- they have a plan. This is our brand voice. And then COVID happened and they have pivoted and the companies that are just flying, flying by air and by by sight and not really thinking about it. And I really wanted to reiterate the importance of making a plan, because I think a lot of us, a lot of times, um, take our time for granted, right? We look at a day and say, Oh, I have, you know, we wake up at eight o'clock, go to bed at midnight. It's like, Oh, I have so many hours in this day, but it's really not that simple. And time really gets away from us. And we say that time is money. And so a lot of times I like to take kind of the attributes that we assign to money and try them out on time. For example, in the world of sales, a lot of times it's this idea is thrown around, right? That if you're not watching your money um, or even in investments, like you're not watching your money, you're not making moves with it. It's going to go find someone who will watch it. It's going to go somewhere somewhere. It's just going to get away from you if you're not being careful with it. And I think the exact same thing is true with our time. And a plan is our most effective way of watching our time. It's our best shot at making sure that we don't lose that money, that absolutely irreplaceable, even more valuable than money, our time. And I can prove that time is more valuable than money because we pay people to do delivery. We pay people um, to do things for us. Why? Because our time is worth more than our money. We're willing to sacrifice our money to save time because we understand that time is more valuable. Because you can always grow and earn more money. You know, it's harder for some of us than for some others of us. But at the end of the day, you can always earn more money. You can never earn back time. So we have to steward it well and pay attention to it so it doesn't get away from us. And I'll say on a personal level, I'm really feeling convicted by that because I saw my screen time report and it was up just an ungodly amount. And I was like, how crazy is that? I'm literally... In a season of life where I have more on my plate than ever before, and I'm spending more time on my phone? Like that was just crazy to me. And it was honestly disheartening, but also helps set things in perspective. Right? We have to think about the ROI of what it is that we're spending our time on. And this is something that I am definitely not qualified to teach a course about but I'm thinking about it and I just want to throw it out to you to consider for example I spend so much time on Instagram it is not even funny and it's not even that I, I don't even get anything from it which is the crazy thing and so I'm just like what is the ROI like why am I doing that what is the return on my time sometimes I see helpful updates and from people that I that I really like and I want to keep up with them and all that stuff but most of the time I'm just distracting myself from the thing that I'm actually supposed to be doing. And so we're getting nothing just like money. We're putting our money into something, our time into something that's never showing return, right? It'd be like, if you, if you showed me a mutual fund and said, Hey, Theo, I want to invest in this fund. I'd be okay. Great. What's we'll been the return on investments? What's we'll been, what's been the return on assets? What are they making? in return for their money say actually they haven't turned a return ever (laughs) and I'm like I'd be like are you serious you're actually thinking about putting your money into this but it's never generated a return yet that's what I do all the time with social media and it's not a bad thing I run my whole my whole shtick is social media right we just have to be careful of what is the return on the investment of my time Am I getting on social media to engage in a way that is helpful or that's taking away from the valuable time that I have? And that was a long tangent, but to me, it's kind of a proof of concept of this importance of planning. That if we do not have a solid plan, our time will escape from us. And I'm sure we've all had similar experiences with social or Netflix or whatever it is of our time just getting away. And a plan doesn't totally prevent that, but it certainly, certainly helps. And another thing that's really helpful about planning and is really kind of a self-awareness component of planning is understanding what times of the day you are most effective, most productive, most awake in which times you are not. This is super, super helpful if we can figure this out, because I know for me, I know that at night, I am not really able to think complex thoughts. (laughs) That's the time that's best for, you know, doing multiple choice sort of activities, doing kind of proofreading, like very light things. Whereas maybe 10 a.m., 3 in the afternoon, I'm a lot more awake and aware. And so I plan, okay, if I have something really heavy to do, I try to get it done While the sun's still out, because that's when I know I'm going to be optimally productive. But when it gets later in the day, I know I should only be doing things that are a little lighter that I can kind of not have to give my whole attention to. And that self-awareness piece is so huge because it allows us to create plans that actually work and not just create plans that sound good, but plans that actually work. And going in that vein, when we're making plans, you got to be sure not to overextend ourselves either. Because I know I do this all the time. I'll make a plan and say, Yeah, I'm going to do all this, all this work. And then I get maybe two things done. And I'm like, Oh, what was I thinking? And it's like, I get that. But it also wasn't a waste. You know, exactly. Like, it's better to have a bad plan that you adjust than no plan at all. Because at least I had some idea of how my day was going to go, right? And I feel like I should also mention The importance of spontaneity In all this Because I know there's probably Some people that are going to listen to this and go Oh um, What about when I want to do something fun? Like am I not supposed to do that? And I would say No of course Of course not You definitely should do fun things um, But the the point is you know, I'm not, not even saying you have to schedule fun. I mean, sometimes you do when your life gets that crazy. But, you know, I'm saying have a structure for the things that need to be accomplished, at least knowing how much time is going to take and what windows of time you're going to be able to do those things in and making sure that you're allocating the things that have to get done to time uh, time frames that are going to help them actually get done. Like I was saying about knowing yourself, right? And it reminds me, um, of a couple other quotes, because I feel like this brings us even into discipline, right? Cause we can have a plan, but it takes discipline to stick to that plan. And something that, um, Jocko Willink says that I, I talked about his, his, um, I talked about his idea of extreme ownership a long time ago on Monday Motivation. Uh, he talks about that discipline equals freedom, right? That we can only have, um, I shouldn't say only, but the way that a lot of times we can experience like freedom in our time and freedom of the things that we're prioritizing is when we're disciplined, To get rid of, to get done those peripheral things like that homework and that other stuff so we can really do the fun things and the things that we're really interested in. And then another quote um, that I really wanted to mention in relation to this plans discussion. um, The second quote that I really wanted to mention is from one of my favorite people in history, Winston Churchill. And he says that the price of greatness is responsibility. And that is just an absolute life quote. But what it means relative to this conversation is that the price of greatness, the price of um, getting a really great return on the investment of your time is taking responsibility for that time. By making a plan by sticking to it and we're all going to fail at this i am definitely not totally qualified to talk on this but we can at least get started and make some sort of a plan that if nothing else we can just adjust as we go because like i was saying a fool with a plan is better off than a genius without one so those are my thoughts on plans Um, Again, it doesn't have to be so nitpicky as Excel spreadsheets and journals on all that stuff like I do, but I would encourage you to at least have a notepad that just when you wake up, um, take five minutes and think about what are the most important things that I have to get done today? What are the key deliverables that will really make me look back in this day and say, yep, I got done what I need to get done um, and prioritize those and figure out based on Yourself self-awareness how you can get those things done all right so those are my thoughts i really hope that that's helpful um be sure to comment dm whatever if you have any thoughts feedback anything like that um have a great week happy monday thanks so much for listening i'll see you next time thanks